Welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. I will be your host for the next hour. I have over 19 years of healthcare experience and began my career as an energy medicine practitioner while working as an oncology nurse at a Seattle area hospital. My skill in moving energy combined with my medical background have been a catalyst for change in many people's lives. I hope the next hour will be transformative for you as well. Hello, and welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show, where energy and medicine meet. We're live here in Seattle, and of course, just returned from a lovely, wonderful, fun field, very active a trip on the East Coast, where Alyssa and I were in Virginia and North Carolina, and I just want to give it a shout out to everyone. We had so much fun. Oh, my gosh. How was it out there? What's it like? Well, I, well, the weather was similar to what we've been experiencing right, in the Northwest, right. cold. <laughs> so we had to wear a lot of boots and, you know, pants and jackets. It's and, a little more harsh than here because we've had a pretty mild I know, winter. yes. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, there was no snow, but it was cold, like, you know, 45. Okay. Yeah, it was right. cold. Yeah. Um, but the people were so lovely. Nice. Oh, my goodness gracious. Yes. So the first place we went to after we arrived in Virginia is when we flew to North Carolina and went to this little dinky town called Asheville, where uh, Malaprops, their bookstore, has an author a day. You know, in this little tiny town where we actually found a restaurant that serves gluten-free food. Oh, and cool. I know. I mean, it was very packed, actually, very popular restaurant. So, Well, because you were in town. No, not because of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, no. Um, so that was absolutely wonderful. So the author a day heading to Asheville, North Carolina, to give a talk in this really adorable bookstore. Reminds me of Changing Hands in Phoenix, where that has you know regular literature, not just woo-woo stuff in the bookstore. I bought the cutest um, butter dish too, a Buddha butter dish. It's adorable. A Buddha yeah. butter dish, really cute. I can oh, only imagine how it's designed. Oh, it's adorable. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not going to tell you what happened to it. I have to order one online, but Uh-oh. yeah, it's. I think someone on Delta is enjoying it. What? <laughs> yeah, how dare I accidentally they? left it on the airplane Aww. somehow. Yeah, I had so much stuff. And of course, you know, when you're three hours ahead, you're kind of tired, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I think Alyssa and I are still recovering. I thought yesterday I was recovered, but I woke up this morning and I'm like, oh, I'm not really recovered. And then I talked to Alyssa. She's not completely recovered either. So we must be having a little bit of a backlash. Uh, then we, I also went to um, Charlottesville, Virginia, and I got to give a talk to some of the faculty member at, members at the nursing school about energy medicine. I have to say that was the big, you know, love of my trip. I mean, it's always a pleasure to meet new people. And at Quest Bookstore in Charlottesville, 80 people came to the talk, which was really fun. Great. And Yeah, I gave another workshop to a, another 50 people the mm-hmm. next day, which was really fun. And what was so funny at the talk is that the room doesn't really accommodate 80 people. Oh. <laughs> you know, so I'm standing kind of in the middle of the room where there's this interesting wall that comes out and looking in both directions. It was really fun. I mean, really fun to um, be around a bunch of people I've never met before. Mm-hmm. And what I love about East Coast people is they're direct. Oh, yeah. I love that because I'm direct, you know. And so they make beautiful eye contact with you. They ask every question that's on their mind. And I absolutely love so that. So you're saying we dance around it a little bit more. There's a here. little bit more dancing. Oh. And I, went so I like s- to dance. Too. You do? <laughs> Oh, I actually that's... thought about you when I was there because oh, boy. because you're direct. You make eye contact. Oh, know, I thought you know. because of the Buddha uh, <laughs> no. butter dish. I'm like, oh, Wait. Benny, I think I am. Do you want one of those? I can make sure you have one for Christmas or, you know, your birthday, whatever, you know. They're pretty cute, those Buddha dishes. They're pretty cute. But you did think about me because? Uh, because I think you're direct. Oh, okay. uh, even though you're from the West Coast, you reminded me more of an East Coast person. You know, you... 
You know, you make eye contact with every person you meet. We tend to be on the West Coast, not me. I, I'm one of those people that says hi all the time, even mm-hmm. though 50% of the people completely ignore my uh, <laughs> my greeting. Um, and I'm okay with that. But it was so interesting to be around people that are more like me who greet everyone. Like you could be sitting down in a restaurant and a complete stranger walks by and goes, that looks really healthy. You know, and, and it was super fun. I actually loved the Atlanta airport. It's really fun to read energy, too, when you travel. That's oh, another right. great thing about <laughs> Because the people in the Atlanta airport, I don't know about the town itself, but they are funnier than heck. <laughs> they are. They were, Alyssa and I were in stitches from ordering salads and listening <laughs> to the whole crew in the kitchen, making sounds as they're passing things across the kitchen to people so, on the airplane. And they're just their ringtones on their phones. A you lively know? bunch. A lively bunch. Saying. Yeah, where we we tend to be more in our cell phones. Reserved. Yeah, we're more reserved. We're very polite. Standard. Yeah, we're kind of standard. We're not outside the box. So talking at the University of Virginia to the faculty was fabulous because I got to speak about anatomy deeper than I typically get to do. And yet um, really connect it very strongly with energy medicine. So I'm hoping I get to do that again. I would love to do that in many universities, actually. Um, that was just super fun. And uh, yeah, so we had a great time. We went to the Alchemist in Richmond, um, mm-hmm. also full house um, at all of the events there. And wonderful people. Again, great direct questions. You know, they're not kidding. They want to know down to the nitty gritty. And I, I super appreciate that. It was really fun. Sounds like a wonderful time. It was. It was great. And so now that we're home, we're going to talk today about unconscious agreements. So, you know, there's that long pause because I know a lot of people just like me probably were like, What are you talking about (laughs) with unconscious agreements? Well, we make a lot of agreements in our life. Typically, they start in childhood. They, they have to do with our parents. Sometimes we make unconscious agreements with our dads, our moms, our siblings, society mm-hmm. that we're not even really aware of, but they tend to hold us back because a lot of times if we're growing and shifting, we're going to grow beyond what our family thought was acceptable or um, okay. You know, it's so we could have uh, unconscious attachments to that are affecting our relationships our money, our careers, our joy even. You know, because if you are if you came from a family that was really depressed or disappointed or unhappy in life, you could have made an agreement that you're not going to let yourself be any happier than them because you don't want to make them feel uncomfortable. Hmm. You know, so we're going to be talking about that so that we can begin to unravel those uh, agreements. Like, they don't have to stay. They can disconnect at any moment. Um, so that's one of the things we're going to be doing on the show today. Sounds like a wonderful time just ahead of us. Just ahead of us. And I want to bring up, I will be actually in Chicago in about a week on April 6th. I'm giving a talk at the Healing Touch Midwest um, Conference. Isn't that so fun? I'll be giving a talk at 1030 in the morning. It's a 90-minute talk in Chicago, Illinois. You can go to thehealingtouchprogram.com to register for that event. There's four keynote speakers. Cindy Dale is actually um, that evening, Friday evening before my talk. She's also a Sounds True author, and I think it will be a wonderful time. I'm certainly looking forward to going there and signing books and talking to people about energy medicine. I practiced my talk, you know, while I was on the East Coast for the Healing Touch Conference. You've got to do it. I mean, Absolutely. You bet. So why don't we go ahead and go to the phone lines and see if people want to talk about these unconscious attachments or agreements. Sure. And if you'd like to join us on the Marie Manucherry Show, the number is 877-825-8828. And we'll start things off with Annette, I believe, calling in from Lacey. Annette, welcome to the show. Hi. Thanks so much for taking my call. 
Um, I love your subject today. Um, I did have a, a quick question about um, hormones, I think, because I'm having challenges with my right breast, and I don't know if it's based on hormones or if I pulled a muscle or something else. Mm-hmm. It can be hormonal. Um, it depends on your age and if you've already begun to step into um, menopausal changes. Is that true mm-hmm. for you? Yeah, I think so. Right. So, yes, hormones, you know, that's the tricky thing about hormones is and why conventional medicine has such a difficult time balancing them for um, for women um, is because they change constantly. And so even when um, a health practitioner puts you, you know, puts a person on hormonal replacement therapy or even um, the the ones that aren't actually, you know, hormonal, but they, they act like hormones, they're very difficult to balance. One of my favorite things to do is to actually do acupuncture and to take Chinese herbs instead because I think they help your body to remember what it needs to do to balance at a level that's comfortable for you. Have you um, had any acupuncture for it? You know, I have in the past. I haven't for this, um, mm-hmm. but I'm certainly open to that. Yeah, I think that would be a great idea. I, I do. I think acupuncture would be important. The left-hand side of the body is about reception. And I think when women are going through menopause, they're having a major shift in their life, major shift, obviously physically, but it's really also related to emotionally and spiritually because the way we've seen ourselves in our, our previous years was very different. Maybe it's about caretaking. Even if a woman doesn't have children, there's that feeling about um, being in that parental or mother nurturing energy. And so menopause is really about becoming selfish, you know, and not thinking about everybody else. And so how are you at receiving? Not very good. Yeah. So it might be kind of fun to start to integrate, you know, get curious about the whole idea of receiving. And I'm looking at your um, your own childhood, by the way. You were a caretaker in your childhood. Is that true for you? I think so. Yeah, I think that even though you had a mother who was um, obviously caring, I think that life got a little bit challenging for her, a little bit chaotic. Yeah, and you're really good in the calm of the storm. You'd make an excellent nurse, by the way. No, really, you're really good at it, you know, because, you you know, it's true. You you know how to just calm yourself down when everything else could be going crazy. So from a very early age, I think you made an agreement because you're nurturing and compassionate and insightful that you would be this calm of the storm for everyone else, you know, to provide energy and balance. And so that was very nice of you. Thank you for doing that. (laughs) And I think it's time to retire. I think it's time to, even if you're not doing it, of course, for your family line, you could be doing it just for life in general, just for anyone who comes in your wake. And I think it's really time for you to take back your energy and de- demolish that agreement and allow yourself to be fully active in life for you only. And and I know only sounds very selfish and um, impossible, and I, I really think it is impossible, especially for someone like yourself. But if you start to to look at your life that way, then I think you'll reach a balance about it. That's going to take a lot of change for me. That's interesting. <laughs> I, I... Well, think about menopause. They call it the change, you know. Oh, she's going through the change. Well, it's not just about your hormones. It's really, really, really about your entire life. You know, there's this caretaking role that's supposed to be it's probably years, you know, like my children are all adults now and fully independent in many ways. And so my role as their mother in the way I used to be is really over with. It's, if I try to mother them in that way, they're just going to be uncomfortable with it. We're going to fight. 
Um, I remember this one time, Benny, we were all in um, Cancun, the girls and I were, and Mariam had just graduated from high school, and we're in a restaurant, and I'm ordering food for them. You know, <laughs> they were like, they're teenagers, and I'm still ordering food off the menu for them. They all have some milk. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, and you should have seen the look on their faces. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they were like throwing daggers at me, and that was Cute. kind of my first hint of like, dang, okay, this part of my life is it's So is that an unconscious in. agreement? I think so. I think that when we're natural caregivers, just like our caller, mm-hmm. I'm I'm very calm in a storm. I I can I actually thrive in crisis. I know that sounds really weird. Not my own crisis, but other people's crisis. I thrive. There's something about it that feeds me energetically. That's one mm-hmm. of the reasons why I can do the work that I do professionally. And someone can tell me the most horrific thing that's going in their life, and I actually feel energized by the experience. There's something about it that allows me to channel high volumes of energy that can ultimately hopefully be effective in their own healing Hmm. and so Annette you're very much like that but now it's time for you to use your energy just for you stop ordering the the food off the menu for the people in your life you can use that as a metaphor understand okay a lot of sense that's not how I pictured the call going and it all fits (laughs) together yeah yeah and I I think that you have something big in store for you for the second half of your life, if you will, um, in, not to mention that you could live much longer, you know. <laughs> but um, I think you have something really big in store for you. I think people who can be the calm of the store have a lot of powerful energy. And I wonder what will happen when you start to channel it for you. I do feel I'm coming into that. I, I do feel that. Mm-hmm. So maybe have a little ceremony and release any agreements you had with your mother or anyone else who's in crisis and and let it be okay that they're in crisis. That's how a lot of people actually learn, you know, is, is through a, a very terrible moment in their life. That's when they shift their awarenesses many times and grow in their consciousness. It's interesting. My family is totally chaotic when a crisis happens. <laughs> yeah. And I totally learned to step back and oh. thought, take it over if that's... Uh, uh, that's wonderful. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so just, you know, work on those agreements, get curious about them. And I think we'll all be excited about what storm comes in your life that is um, mind-blowing and dynamic. And I will check out the acupuncture. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Have a great day. Yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks, Annette, for calling in. And that leaves another line open here at the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And today's topic, we are discussing unconscious agreements if you'd like to weigh in. And also get your readings uh, with Marie at 877-825-8828. And we'll be right back with more. Marie is delighted to announce that she will be teaching two interactive workshops at both Hollyhock locations this year. First up is her intuitive health workshop at the beautiful Cortez Island in British Columbia, June 14th through the 19th. This tranquil setting is the perfect backdrop to invigorate your self-healing skills with intuition. November 8th through the 10th, Marie will be back at Hollyhock, Vancouver, BC location to teach a two and a half day workshop on connecting to guidance. Learn how to open the channels of communication with your guides and tap into vast resources of wisdom. Don't forget to register online at hollyhawk.ca. 
Wisdom Within is a new talk radio show featuring psychic medium and healer Lindsay Paul and animal intuitive and healer Shauna Fisher. From your lunch break to vacation, from your car to your kitchen, from despair to newfound awareness. Join this enthusiastic duo as they fearlessly tap into the depths of wisdom and help you soar to new heights by answering your ultimate questions. Get your weekly dose of spirituality with a kick of reality rolled into one hour. Thursdays at 1 p.m. Get out of your head and tune into your soul. Having trouble picking up the Alternative Talk 1150 signal? Well, whether you live in Portugal or Puyallup, Tasmania or Tacoma, India or Issaquah, you can get Alternative Talk 1150 programming streamed live on your computer via our website, 1150kknw.com. It's true. Just visit 1150kknw.com and click on the Listen Live button. Make sure you have an audio player installed that will play streaming MP3 audio such as Winamp, iTunes, or current versions of Real Player or Windows Player. Visit our website for more details. Remember, that's 1150kknw.com What you hear isn't just any beat, it's the actual heartbeat of a child in need. This is Ryan Tedder from One Republic. The beat of our new song, Feel Again, was created with heartbeats of children in need. Find out how it can help frontline health workers save millions of children at everybeatmatters.org. Brought to you by Save the Children and the Ad Council. Get a grip on life with Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back to the Marine Manu Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle. So on top of going to Chicago pretty soon, I'm also heading back to California to Mountain View. On April 26th, I'm giving a talk Friday night. And then on April 7th, I'm also giving a workshop. So all day Saturday, well, noon to 5. Um, on Saturday, I'm giving a workshop. And on April 26th, I'm going to be talking about spirit guides and how they've helped me even in writing my first book, and how you can create a relationship with your own spirit guides. Because they're already relating with you. They just are waiting for you to get on board and participate in a dynamic um, interaction that can seriously change your life in a positive and an uplifting way. We're also talking about those unconscious agreements. You know, because some people have an agreement that they're not going to become more educated than their family. Mm-hmm. Right? That they're just not going to do that. Um, and, and of course, if that's what really makes someone happy, there's nothing wrong with that. But I think it's important to look at yourself. Are you making agreements in your life based on some form of commitment that you believe you owe to your family or to your neighborhood or to your culture mm-hmm. or to the country you live in? Or are you making agreements for your own divinity, your own happiness? Your, you know, which one is it? Which one is it? Um, I'm also going to be in Hollyhock on the Cortez Island. I'm super excited about this one. I'm going to do a five-day workshop on intuitive health. I'm also going to attune participants to Reiki. There'll be a lot of guided meditation. People are going to actually work on each other. And then, of course, a lot of internal work on 
the self um, so we can grow consciously. Mm-hmm. Lovely. So who do we have? Oh, well, what were you going to say? Oh, Danny? I was just going to add like, okay, so we're discussing about unconscious agreements. Yeah. A good example I think a lot of people do have, and you mentioned it right at the top of the hour, is about money. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people say, oh, I-, I can't do certain things or whatever because I don't have the money. Well, do you really? Or are you saving it for something else? You know, so the drive of your, your brain to kind of step in there and be like, well, you know, is that really your priority? I think you are so wise. There's many times people are on my table, and I, I can't see their account numbers. I mean, maybe if I really looked, I could, right? But right. I can see how much money they have in their bank account. I can tell if their retirement plan is beefy or in the toilet. And so when they're on their table and they hate their job and they're exhausted and they're not feeling well and they're telling me they can't quit, I'm like, of course you can. Mm-hmm. I mean, because what is that all that money for anyway? It's for you to live a happy and fulfilled life. Mm-hmm. And maybe you need it now. Maybe you're not going to need it as much at 78. You know, maybe you need that time now so you can generate a new career or a new lifestyle that feeds you so passionately that you attract more wealth. So I couldn't agree more. Absolutely. And even some of my clients who were laid off, you know, over the last several years, uh, they actually figured out how to live their life well without having to work in a career that um, didn't even pay them as much. And they're much happier, more fulfilled, have a lot more freedom. They figured out that they didn't need as much money, which I thought was also fascinating. Hmm. I could only imagine. Not right now for me, though. I have twin boys. It's kind of tough, but there are ways to manage it. And that's what I'm hopefully trying to start now. So for the later, definitely when they're 18. Right. They'll be good to go. (laughs) And scholarships. I'm looking for scholarships. There you go. So uh, if you are just tuning in, you are listening to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. We are discussing uh, the topic for today is unconscious agreements along with taking your calls at 877-825-8828. And we'll take Carrie now calling in from New York. Welcome to the show, Carrie. Hi, thank you. Marie, um, I had had fluctuating thyroid antibodies mm-hmm. over the last three years, mm-hmm. and I get really excited when it goes down, but in the last couple of years, it has just been um, increasing. And can you see if there's any unconscious agreements? That- <laughs> <laughs> you are so sweet. Well, I, I can only assume that there are. Uh, you come from a really interesting family. They're very um, ecleptic and diverse. Would you say that's true? Yeah. Yeah, very interesting family. So so there's a great connection between the fifth chakra where that thyroid gland is and the second chakra where your ovaries are and your adrenal glands. And that's how I see the chakra system in terms of how it partially, how it partially governs the endocrine system. So as you know, because you've been reading up on energy, at least that's what your body tells me, is that the, the fifth chakra is all about expressing what you feel. You know, not necessarily thoughts, but what you're feeling. And your feelings, as they are, as for each one of us, are in our second chakra. So you have this very interesting family, a little... Um, Powerful in a slightly abusive way. And I, I mean, yeah. no, just, okay, good. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh-huh. no disrespect to them, but that's how they come across to me, you know, where they, they want to drown certain family members out, even though there could be grace and wisdom that's coming from you or other people in the family. But there's this tendency to want to ignore that unless it comes from them. Um, Absolutely. Right. And I'm seeing more men in this power role than women. Uh, in your family, but, you know, it could be that there's a woman who has strong masculine energy that's projecting that energy as well. Yep. So what I'm being told, and you already know this, is you have a lot of great insight, beautiful insight. And so what can bother the thyroid gland or create the antibodies that you don't want 
to because we don't we don't want it to destroy the thyroid gland or create problems for it is that you need to be able to express your own true feelings and those are located in your second chakra what that means is that your wisdom is far more conscious let's say than the majority of people that um, are part of your DNA group, but even maybe people that you surround yourself with. And when people are around, when someone who has a, and I hate to use the word elevated because one form of consciousness is not considered better or worse than another, we're all evolving and it's not a race. But just for this moment to use that word to describe that when you have an elevated awareness, let's say, or a different plateau of awareness, the people who are surrounding you who do not live on that plateau are going to argue and disagree with you. Of course they are. And and so it's going to be important for you to recognize that your job isn't to win them over or to close down, but to find other people who are more like-minded, who can be in your camp, to validate you and honor you and help your consciousness expand. Mm. So that yeah, means... I, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, I, I find I find challenge, challenges in that area. Yeah. Yes. Because you've made an unconscious agreement that you're not going to betray your family. And for you, uh, speaking from your wealth of wisdom, for some reason that feels like it's a betrayal. But in truth, you chose these people to be your family for reasons beyond this sub, you know, this unconscious agreement that sounds like it's conscious, actually. Um, but maybe parts of it are unconscious. You actually chose them so that you would learn to be empowered and not be stifled by what a group of people say is right or wrong. And, and so you want to be empowered by freeing yourself of them. And here's what's going to happen. When you do, you're going to have a, a better relationship with them. It'll be on a completely different term, not you being more submissive in, in the relationship, but you being very independent and them actually celebrating your independence. It, it's going to feel like they don't actually care for you as much. You're going to feel like a, a disconnect, but they're actually going to have more interest in you as you go off and allow your awareness to grow. Um, that disconnect um, has always been there anyway, <laughs> because you're on two different you know, platforms of consciousness that actually don't gel. I mean, you can understand where they're coming from, but you have this anticipation that they should be an awareness where you are, but they are younger souls than you. And so they can't be where you are. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? Yes, it does. Okay. So, so another way to look at it is that let's imagine that you've had 3,000 lifetimes here on Earth. Or let's just say overall in all the, the universes, you have reincarnated 3,000 times. Let's just say that. And let's say your family members, the majority of them, have only reincarnated 800 times. And let's say the average lifetime was 50 years. So you're many thousands of years older than them. Their life experiences are different. And so they cannot understand where you come from. And you cannot expect them to be where you are because they can't. Even in 3,000 more lifetimes where they're going to be more towards where you are, you're going to be at 6,000 lifetimes. So you're going to be at a different a level of awareness again. Yeah. And um, I guess if I keep searching, I will find my own peer group. Right. I would stop searching because okay. they're already there. You know, if if we engage in a certain energy, then we're attracting that energy. Searching is going to attract more searching. I would work on yeah. l- letting go of these unconscious, semi-conscious agreements you've made about your family to support them, to hold them up, to wait for them to grow. I would work on getting curious about those. Like, do you really need those? They don't need them. Clearly, they don't. Everyone's fine in the universe, no matter where their conscious awareness is. And um, and creating space in your life where 
those people who are of more like mind to just bump into you at a coffee shop or outside of a movie theater or in your favorite bookstore or at work because they're all around you. As you detach from what you believe you're supposed to be doing to be a good person and you allow yourself the freedom that you deserve, then they'll identify you a lot easier. Okay. All right? Yes. Great question, by the way. Have a beautiful day. Yeah, thanks, Carrie, for calling in from the New York. I hope everything's Love New going. York. I, I still want to go. Me too. I've never been there either. I know it's next, right? Yeah. VIP, first class, all the way. Okay. But I think I'm going to have to get a lot of sleep first. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a lovely party town. I mean, you can eat dinner at 2 o'clock in the morning. Really? Yeah. Because huh. Maria, my oldest, was just there, and she, she, her and her boyfriend would, like, get up and walk out of their hotel at 1 in the morning to go to some really cool, very famous truck that's on the street serving fantastic Middle Eastern food. Hmm. Yeah. And, and I guess it costs, like, Five dollars or something I guess for like yeah they have a different nightlife I guess but right sure but even it's... the even the restaurants will are open till very late at night must be nice <laughs> must be really nice <laughs> so that would be no sleep for you Ben. Yeah, yeah none whatsoever especially on my morning <laughs> schedule It'd be a night owl for sure I'd have to change fairly quickly uh, we are speaking about uh, unconscious agreements today on the Marie Manu Cherry Show if you'd like to call in and uh, talk about it or even also get a small little reading from Marie it's eight seven seven Eight two five eight eight two eight, and we have Nancy now calling in from Asheville, North Carolina. <gasps> Hi, Nancy. Hi. I saw your talk at Malaprops, and frankly, wished that you had had another one or two hours because your presence and what you were saying were so fascinating. Um, I'm very happy to have gotten to see you live. <laughs> well, thank you. You're so sweet. I mean, isn't Asheville like this diamond? Yeah, I moved here from Los Angeles um, almost two years ago, and it is a very unusual place, as you found out, both food and personality and everything. Oh, totally. I mean, absolutely. Because it's funny, we had to fly in, you know, from Richmond, and then we had to drive two hours to get to Asheville. And and so, believe it or not, when I'm driving, I'm I'm thinking, I didn't tell this to Alyssa, I'm thinking, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I I haven't had any sleep. You know, we had to catch a 6 a.m. flight after arriving from Washington into Virginia the day before. And I'm in this car. I mean, I was having a blast because hanging out with Alyssa is always fun. And I'm like, what am I doing? And then I show up in this, like, really amazing town. It was amazing. Yeah, come back in the spring t- sometime, and we will have spring eventually. <laughs> I will. I, I actually am going to definitely come back to the area. I'd love to teach a workshop in Asheville. Um, wonderful people there, and I love, again, that direct connection. I love the energy. It's really fantastic. Well, my friends and I would very much love to have you present a workshop here in our area. Great. Okay, it's a done deal. We'll, we'll be making those plans. So what can I do for you? Okay. Uh, oddly enough, I facilitate something called system, systemic constellation work, so it's all about ancestral patterns. And one of my patterns is depression. Um, I'm not medicated for it, never have been, but it's something that has been a part of me all of my life. I believe my mother also had it. And so um, I was wondering if you can take a look at me and see, is it diet? Is it, you know ancestors? Is it just the way I'm wired? Like, what's up with that? Right. Well, first of all, you have a great diet, so I probably wouldn't make too many diet restrictions. I mean, you cheat occasionally, but you're, you know, you're careful. Um, you, you think of your body as a temple, and so I truly appreciate that. Um, 
It, it looks like to me it is a pattern, um, not just family, but it's it's centuries. Like you, you chose the family that you are a part of, I'm sure, for many incredible reasons. But one of them was because it felt so comfortable to be in a family that gets disappointed easily. You know, that disappointment energy. Yeah. It's very strong in my family as well. Something I had to work really hard at when I got divorced because it all came back like an avalanche into my life. Um, so it's it's. I think that people who have a strong sense of awareness and consciousness, and who are perhaps more aware than the majority of the population, which you are, um, is is that they're that disappointment. It's another reason to be disappointed. So what you're going to have to do, because uh, one of the greatest gifts that you have is your ability to connect to the suffering of of humankind. That's what helps you to be such a great and successful healer in the world, is that you know how to be there and to hold space for people. That's what allows them to trust you and to listen to you and to feel heard and touched. So that's a gift. It's an extraordinary gift. What will be important for you is to still have maybe a part of your awareness anchored in that space because it's always going to be connected to you. It's a very compassionate energy. But then to have your awareness in a completely different area. So, so what it's about is calibrating your energy to vibrate at a, at a different frequency. You won't lose your awareness of human suffering, but what you will learn to detach from and have more of an observation role is in feeling the suffering and the disappointment of humanity. So that means you have to work on your shifting of frequency. So all the subatomic particles in your body or the majority have to start to vibrate at a different dance instead of the sad dance of like, um, and this is going to sound really weird, but kind of like a, a North, um, a Native American culture towards a th- the end of their freedom, because that's kind of how I feel in, when I'm in your body <laughs> about uh-huh. it. It gets that sad. It's that you have to vibrate in a different place, like maybe how the Native American people felt at the height of their freedom. And, and so to do that on a regular basis, you're going to have to find something in your environment that actually it's excites you, turns you on, gets you curious, um, and, and surround yourself with it. Like I just happen to be blessed with the fact that I love nature, trees, shrubs. I could be in a taco timeline. My kids often make remarks about this, ordering taco food. And I can look out an azalea bush that is just a foot away from my car and feel like I'm in bliss. But I had to, I had to train myself to focus on the things that actually stimulate my body in a different way. Yours could be scents, you know, so maybe having um, lavender near you or rose petals or drinking tons of beautiful fresh rose tea. I'm pretty much a nature gal myself. Um, That's why I love living here in Asheville. Yeah, and lots of wildlife there, actually. Mm -hmm. Pretty phenomenal. So what you want to do is once, so let's say for you it's going to be the same thing, like all the blossoms that are about to burst open in Asheville right now, or maybe they already have since I left. Um, is to really let yourself focus on the particles, the energy particles, because the blossoms are happy, the tree's thrilled. It, it it doesn't have disappointment. It's kind of like a dog, you know. It's it's it, as long as you, is it's there and it's getting rain and sunshine, it's perfectly fine. So if you could really focus on the frequency and the vibration of the natural serenity that's with you, that's going to start to calibrate your energy. And this is a lifelong exercise for you. Something you have to do multiple times a day. After a while, in about three months of doing this, if you choose to, uh, you won't have to make conscious effort. It will just be a natural part of your experience where you feel the subatomic particles in the trees and they help lift up your energy and maintain it. And please keep me posted. I want to know how how this um, works. There's another way to do it. Um, Esther and Jerry Hicks, Jerry's no longer with us, but they taught this vibrational technique. They call it 
um, 17 seconds of joy, which will erase 3,000 hours of negative thinking. And so it's the same concept, but it's about finding something that you can attach your molecules to where you can easily feel bliss for a minimum of 17 seconds. I would go for two to three minutes. And that always sounds super easy, but I found it really hard when I shifted my energy from disappointment to bliss or non-attachment. I'm familiar with Abraham and and this uh, process, so thank you for reminding me of that. Wonderful. Yeah, you're you're going to overcome this in the next six months. It's going to feel like an old friend. Yeah, well, uh, it's nice to, to hear it put in the context of disappointment energy because <clears throat> that sounds like something to that I can more work through than depression. Yeah. Yeah. Good. I'm glad that that the this new word um, is more hopeful. Yes, it is. Thank Wonderful. you very much. Yes, thank you, and I'm looking forward to seeing you and all the people in Asheville next year. Yeah, we'll, we'll look forward to having you here. Thank you. And you are listening to the Marie Manucherry Show. If you'd like to join us, we are also discussing unconscious agreements on the show as the topic. And uh, 877-825-8828 is the number. And we'll be back with more. Have you been thinking about heading down a healthier path, but aren't quite sure where to begin? Marie has a set of DVDs that can help steer you in the right direction with wisdom, insight, and a dash of humor. The Healing From Within series imparts practical tools you can easily use to expand personal health. Marie collaborated with frequent radio guest and naturopath, Dr. Sheila Dunmerit to produce four DVDs that include detoxification, heart health, brain health and hormones the dvd series can be purchased online at energyintuitive.com or by calling 425-825-5671 manson mitchell welcome on friday morning jerry jewell from the facts of life who broke the glass ceiling for actors with disabilities and on saturday morning joe rombolo returns to discuss themes of resurrection and ascension in our lives then Kim Manor joins us to talk about how you can amplify your possibilities this spring. Mind, body, and otherworldly conversation. Manson Mitchell, Friday and Saturday mornings at 10, right here on Alternative Talk, AM 1150. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. If you want to know how to get in touch with Marie or find out what's on her calendar, there's a variety of ways to do so. You could become Marie's friend on Facebook or even follow her on Twitter. Check out Marie's website. There's tons of new features like Chakra of the Month, a live Twitter feed, and three PDFs with extensive exercises for your chakras. You can also sign up for Marie's free quarterly newsletter and also get your questions answered in her Dear Marie column. Simply email Marie your question and she will answer it in an upcoming edition. Marie also will be speaking and signing books throughout the U.S. in 2013. Find out if she'll be in your area on her events page at energyintuitive.com. There's an exciting new astrology hour, Tuesdays at 5 p.m. with Deborah Silverman. 
Deborah's unique blend of psychology and astrology turns planetary language into plain English. Join us for an interactive hour that's guaranteed to give you personal insights in a fun and entertaining way. Tune in to Deborah Silverman Live. Whatever your life question, marriage, job, family, relocation, or just curiosity, call for a live reading Tuesdays at 5 p.m. And visit Deborah's website at DebraSilvermanAstrology.com. Get your smile on with Alternative Talk 1150. Cherry Show. We're live here in Seattle and of course live wherever you are at energyintuitive.com and also you can go to KKNW's page which is 1150kknw.com You will be able to see Marie's <gasps> bright and shiny face on the webcam. Yeah! And, and of course, sometimes I forget that I'm on uh, camera. Although in the morning, you know, I, I make sure I put my mascara on. I put the right lipstick on, the right top. You I know. do the same. <laughs> that, that's Gotta a look good, good color of lipstick. Thank you very yeah, much. I, I like appreciate it. that. Yeah, it took me a while to find out just that right shade. Just that right shade. You are so funny. <laughs> so on June 14th through the 19th, I'll be on Cortez Island for my first workshop for Hollyhock there. I um, did a did a workshop for Hollyhock in Vancouver in the fall, and I will do another one in the fall as well. This one is on intuitive health, because I believe everyone has the capacity to successfully use their senses to heal. I believe people actually heal themselves, and my job as a healer is to facilitate that and to cheerlead them and to celebrate their accomplishments. So whether you read in energy, you want to read energy, you want to heal your body or help other people to heal, this is the workshop where I get to spend five days helping individuals read energy, their own, their, the participants, move energy, understand the consciousness that's in organs and cells all the way down to bones and the DNA. It's going to be a very fascinating and fun, fabulous time. And Cortez is a gorgeous island. Um, Hollyhock has their own vegetarian cafeteria and chef. They actually grow most of their vegetables on the island. And then there's also activities. People can go kayaking, hiking. There's uh, other little classes they could take during their off time. If you go to their website, hollyhawk.ca because it's in Canada um, you can look at um, what would be happening around the time that I will be there in June and of course um, it's all surrounded by water so people go swimming every day there's hot tubbing lots of fun stuff I can't wait didn't you mention on a previous show clothing is optional? Well, yeah. That, I'm sure Hollyhock is probably not happy that I mentioned that. But I actually heard that from another guy who who teaches classes up there. He said he had a an interesting moment. I mean, he wasn't complaining. but uh, Of course not. Yeah. I, and uh, maybe that was just his experience. You know, I'm going to be doing more um, of my bar three just in case uh, everybody goes running through the woods or something. Regardless, <laughs> a beautiful place to uh, Gorgeous get, place. feel very spiritual. Feel very spiritual and free. Yes, beautiful. So we are discussing today on Marie's show, Unconscious Agreements. And I know for some still, they're kind of have the little question mark above their head. What's it all about? I mean, agreements can be anything, really. It's a decision. It's an action you take. Right. But on the unconscious side, right. that's where we draw the, the discussion from. Right. You know, it's it's funny. I grew up very poor. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you didn't. Your dad's a doctor, so. Well, we were. let's just say we we're comfortable. 
Yeah. I definitely don't think we were on the upper end. I mean, we live far out from town, but I think that was the decision they made. Sure, which but is But by nice. all means, we weren't hurting. I guess yeah. I should just say that. Yeah, you were having a nice, a kid, comfortable though. time. Yeah, I was a kid. I didn't really notice no, all No, I think it's things, great. But, it was really yeah. great. Well, growing up poor, my mom liked to make it like we poor people are nicer than people who have money. You know, that was something that she talked about. I'm sure she doesn't feel that way now, but yeah. I think she had to, you know, also just justify the fact she had to work three jobs to take care of five kids. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I know I really bought into that for a while until I realized I wanted more, you know, yeah. and I had to work on that agreement that, wow, what if I make more money than my mother did? What if I have more success and and I have more comfort? Is she going to be OK with that? Which she absolutely was and and celebrates that. But it, there's so many little things that were like kids are like sponges. They just mm-hmm. soak in information that sometimes adults don't even realize that they're rambling on about that they're creating a belief system in, in, inside their child. And once we become adults, then we're now responsible for either maintaining those agreements or dissolving them. And so I think it's really important to get curious about anything that was discussed in your childhood um, you know, even asking your guides to even help you t- through a dream or a meditation to bring something that's relevant for you right now in your life, an agreement that it's time to surrender, to return to your family, that your family probably doesn't even care about. And even if they did, who cares? As long as it's going to make you happy, who cares? Exactly. Very, very fascinating topic. There's a lot to it. Let's uh, take Nic- Nicola, I believe, uh, calling in from Bellingham. And uh, Nicola, welcome to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. What's going on? Hi, um, I have uh, a sore lower back on and off and a, and a sore right hip, and I was hoping for some insight mm-hmm. on what my body is telling me. And Yeah, okay, so the lower back is a fascinating part of energy medicine, the whole spine, because the ins- entire spine from C1, the top of your, our neck, to the tip of our coccyx is about our will, our free will. You're also very powerful. You've got very strong, powerful energy. The lower back, in your case, is about giving up your own will to help others. Mm. You know, so some people do it. Um, they give up their power to be submissive. That's not you. Uh, and, and that's what was fascinating when I looked in your back. So energetically, probably about, oh, gosh, it's kind of an oval shape in your lower back. It's almost the entire area of, this, of the sacrum for you. Is de- yeah. yeah. It's depleted of energy. So what happens, why things like chiropractic work doesn't work or physical therapy or rest or, you know, or even building your core may not work or it only lasts for a day or two is because the energy is so depleted in that lower spine that, um, that it's difficult to have the healing last for a long period of time. Because I see you've tried a lot of different things over the years. Or, yeah. Right? Yeah, you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. That's very kind. I I look at it as it's my job. It's what I'm supposed to do in the world, and I feel blessed to be able to do it. So, um, so you have to, in my opinion, and you can disagree with me, you have to let go. This, this is really an agreement. It's an agreement that you're not going to let anybody fail. You're going to let everybody have the best opportunity possible. Oh, uh, so true. Yeah. And, and so this is going to sound really mean, very, very mean. Is yeah, it, I'm crying already. Aww, <laughs> I, I think that's beautiful. I think tears are about letting the soul heal 
You know, I really mm-hmm. believe that is that you, your job now is to let everybody fail. They're not really going to fail. It's impossible. Even if it takes 400,000 lifetimes for a soul to figure it out and recognize that they are omnipresent, you know, presence, whatever that word is, that they are, you know, as miraculous as what we may use in terms of language for God or the universe or source. Cause all of us are, we're irreplaceable parts of creation, but it's sometimes through that failure, through that moment where we let everything fall apart that we learn. And so when you're working so hard to make sure that nobody fails and that you're going to be their, their cheerleader, their glue, cause you, and you're so good at it. Again, you have powerful energy. Um, I say that again, because I've talked to a lot of people today with powerful energy. It's fascinating. Um, that they could learn in that moment. You know, you know, I had an agreement when I was a kid that, which I didn't know, um, that I would never get a divorce because after my parents' divorce, life got even harder for our family. Mm-hmm. And and so I had this agreement. I never even considered it. I never even looked at another man, you know, ever, you know, not even out of curiosity because I was so committed to my marriage and my relationship, even though it was not a good relationship. And the day that I got curious where I really let myself even well, what if I did get a divorce? I mean, literally, it scared the heck of, out of me to even allow myself to even be curious about it. Um, but when I finally gave myself permission to not hold on to that agreement, my life began to change rapidly. So these unconscious, and clearly yours is becoming conscious agreement, they don't help other people. I think my ex-husband is a much better dad now that we're not married. I think he's a way better father. And, and I hope his life is happier for him. I, I do see him occasionally, but I don't really know much about his personal happiness. And I know my life is a million times happier for me. So we don't know, even though you're going to stop being the super glue for everyone in their life, which it's impo- it's impossible to be the glue for everyone. Wouldn't you agree, Benny? I mean, it's like super hard. Wholeheartedly, yep. Yeah, it's really hard. So let everybody fail. Let them figure it out. Let them, you know, pay attention to their own agreements. Let them be able to tell you their successes, which you will just have a great joy in and show the world who you really are. Because you're, what's happening is you're forcing your own will and maintaining this glue and you're not allowing yourself to align to the will of the divine. <laughs> yeah. So that's what the spine is about, getting out of your own way and various different emotional components based on the chakras that align the spine and connecting to the will of the divine. That's really what the spine is all about. It's interesting because that's my daily intention and prayer. Oh, And yeah. as, as, as you're saying this, I'm going, okay, well, I must be really sick in it because <laughs> I need you to tell me how. <laughs> uh, well, it's, it's going to be painful. You're going to cry your eyes out and you're going to feel like you're abandoning people. But from my perspective, if you feel that you are, you are on the right track. Because mm-hmm. the truth is you can never abandon anyone. The only person who can truly abandon us is ourselves. And people mm-hmm. need to discover that intimate relationship with themselves and learn to trust and honor their wisdom. And, mm-hmm. and, and you need to put your energy towards you because I think you can help many, many, many more people once you align to the will of the divine in ways that you could have never even imagined. Mm-hmm. That doesn't require any super glue, which is really kind of toxic, you know, mm-hmm. right? So toxic for you. Um, so, yeah. So does that mean how I how I identify because I need to actually see when I'm doing that that if it's not like I'm thinking what comes to me is if it's not an absolute yes then it's a no type thing like well here's not, that's I guess, a, from my heart it's a really good question uh, I would say not from your heart because that's probably why you're helping everyone you're spending time in your heart chakra you're feeling them and not yourself 
I would work on creating a relationship with your second chakra and feeling what feels joyful. If it feels joyful for you, not for them, which is a different whole category, but if it feels joyful for you, then it's in your right track. Like getting a divorce was a joyful experience for me. It was hard on my entire family, but it, I mean, my whole life changed practically on a dime. I had such a good time that even though it was a crazy, chaotic, you know, frightening experience, I won't go into all the details about it because, you know, it's over with. Um, I was having a blast because another part of me, a part that I really resonate with, was opening up and becoming uh, real for me. And I doubt, seriously, that that would have happened if I had maintained that agreement that I would never leave my marriage. So go for what feels good for you, not for other people, but just for you. And I think that's where the deliciousness is going to come from. You need to kind of discover that. I, I think there's a void in your life in that area. Oh, that's perfect. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for calling in to the Marie Manu Cherry Show. And uh, about three minutes left. I don't know. Do we have time for maybe one more? Do you want to try? one more? All okay. Right. The lucky winner, Marie, calling <laughs> in from Colorado. Oh. Welcome to the show, Marie. Well, hello. Hi. Hi, Marie. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. I appreciate that. Um, and for doing that for everybody. That's oh. a great opportunity and very nice of you to offer your, your time. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I have a question. Uh, I have a few, but uh, I have to pick one. Yeah, so, and it has uh, to be quick. got to be pretty quick. Here. Okay. Yep. It's about a uh, relationship, um, my relationship right now. Uh, I've been... Um, with this person for uh, quite a long time, about 12 years, we got uh, engaged. And um, so I have to do it quickly. So I resume. Um, he decided um, to leave um, mm-hmm. not too long ago. So uh, I'm trying to, um, you know, see what you feel. Because on my side, I feel like there's a still, um, it doesn't feel finished to me. Yeah, um, I disagree. And I, I know I'm being, you know, one of the things about being on the East Coast is I could be so direct, you know, and I, I, up a little I'm so there. direct. Yes. Right. And I, and I know I'm, I'm moving in that, even though this is a very sensitive subject, but because I have just a couple minutes, I think the relationship is over with. I, I think he was, is a nice person, but I don't think he's your partner in crime, so to speak. I think you need someone who's a, quite a bit more fun and who's a little bit um, more aware spiritually and I think that um, I think there are some uh, agreements that you have about partnership, like never abandoning someone no matter what. I think that that's something to look at. Um, I'm excited for your next relationship, which I don't think is that far down the pike. But I would work on grief regarding this one. And even let's say I'm wrong. Let's just say for argument's sake, I'm wrong. Even if I am, which I don't think I am, I do think you need to grieve what's happening because you keep holding on to this like he's going to come back. And I don't believe he really wants to. And I don't think you really want to be in a relationship who doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. So you don't see, because I have this feeling, like I say, you know, it's been so long that we've been together. And, uh, he's, uh, you know, uh, he had so much going on in his family, a lot of things everywhere that he just got burned out. Um, he couldn't handle everything that was happening, uh, like yeah. I say, uh, health-wise. Uh, business, um, construction, relationship, everything. So he just said, I need to get out, you know? I think these are excuses that you've given yourself about why he's not there. And and I'm sure that they do play a role in his decision to leave. But he doesn't want to be in a relationship with you. And I think it's time to grieve and move on from there. 
That, this was a very fast hour, wasn't it? Amazing. Oh, it's oh. all about that unconsciousness. I know, right? But and those, we made the agreements. We made these agreements. Mm-hmm. But we can make new ones. Yes. We can make brand new ones. I hope that uh, if you haven't read the, um, my first book, Intuitive self Feeling, I hope you find a copy soon. And if you happen to be in any of the areas that I'm traveling to, I will be thrilled and honored to sign it for you. Um, you can find it on Amazon, Sounds True, Barnes & Noble. You can... Actually, call the office and we'll actually sign it for you, or I will, and we'll send it to you in the mail. Have a beautiful day, everyone. Bye-bye.